This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. and welcome to Odds on Premier League. We are going to analyze now the fifth week of the Premier League with Tom Williams. Let's see what he expects about the Merseyside Derby or Man City Arsenal now. Hello, we are here on Odds on Premier League with Tom Williams, football writer, football broadcaster. Hello, Tom. Hi, Eduardo. How's it going? It's going well and it's going to be even better, I think, this weekend on the Premier League because I'm sure you will agree with me. We have uh, two really interesting games on Saturday. And to start with, we have uh, Everton-Liverpool. So Liverpool derby on the top with the toughest topping the table. What do you expect here? Yeah, I mean, this will be fascinating. Everton have made their best start to a top flight season since 1969. Uh, 69-70 was the last time they won the title. Four straight wins, um, you know, the, the, the new players they've signed to reshape the midfield have come in uh, and hit the ground running. James Rodriguez, most notably. Dominic Calvert-Lewin is absolutely flying. Um, and you, you feel like they'll go into this derby with more uh, positivity uh, and more optimism than at almost any time in the last 10 years. Uh, conversely, Liverpool, coming off the back of that incredible 7-2 defeat at Aston Villa, that I'm still trying to get my head around a week and a half later. Um, and as ever at top, uh, in, in top-level football, when a team loses a match in that fashion, what they want to do is, is, is to be able to get back into action as quickly as possible, not have to stew on it. But of course, with the international break, that's exactly what they've been doing. So, yeah, really, really interesting match. And I, I can't remember the last time we went into a derby when, I mean... I wouldn't say Everton are favourites for this game, but certainly, you know, the way that they've started the season and the way that Liverpool played in that game at Villa Park, you really feel like the momentum is with Everton for once. So, do you think Liverpool can get uh, or should get the victory? We have Liverpool odds 1.92, uh, Everton victory is uh, 4.10, and there is an uh, interesting uh, fact this one that the last Everton victory against Liverpool was in 2010 and was specifically on the 17th of October, exactly the same date that they are going to play um, this Saturday. Well, yeah, there you go. Perhaps, you know, perhaps that's a good omen. Um, I think it depends which Liverpool turns up and, and without being unkind to Aston Villa, that result at Villa Park was a freak result. You looked at the way some of the goals went in. The first goal was a goalkeeper error. Three of the goals came from deflected shots. You could play that game a hundred times um, and you wouldn't get that same result. The way that Liverpool played in their previous games, yes, they had a shaky opener against Leeds, but the Liverpool that we saw go and win at Chelsea in their second game, the Liverpool that we saw defeat Arsenal in their third game, that looked like the Liverpool that we've got to know over the last two seasons. And Yes, they'll have been worried by what happened um, at Villa Park, but I think it will have, you know, it, it will help to sort of like refocus, um, you know, minds at, at the club. Um, and yeah, they'll be they'll be desperate to atone for that. So I, I'd have Liverpool's favourites for this one. All right, then let's move on to the next one. We have um, Chelsea Southampton. Also, Chelsea 
has been um, I don't know a little not very trustable so far this uh, season especially on the defense we saw their terrible uh, performance against West Bromwich for instance against uh, Southampton they got only one victory actually against uh, West Bromwich Albion so not the best start also for the South England team but Chelsea should win I guess right Ordinarily, yes. I think Southampton have got two wins, actually, because they won at Burnley uh, in their third game. But yeah, I mean, the issue that Chelsea have, similar to last season, you just never know what you're going to get from them. Um, And they went into the international break off the back of that 4-0 win at home to Crystal Palace. And that was the first time this season that Chelsea had performed in a way that we expected them to perform. You know, they had a a decent first season under Frank Lampard last season, obviously getting into the, the Champions League places signed an awful lot of players over the summer um, and had looked had looked quite inconsistent over the early weeks. Uh, you know, you mentioned that incredible match against West Brom at, at the Hawthorns uh, where they went 3-0 down, battled back to draw 3-3. Um, mm-hmm. But that Palace game was the first time where you thought, OK, this is the sort of football that Lampard wants them to play. You know, we're seeing something from the new players. Ben Chilwell had a very impressive um, home debut, notably. So it feels like things are moving in the right direction. Southampton had a poor start to the season as well, lost their first two games away at Crystal Palace and then that really peculiar 5-2 defeat at home to Tottenham um, and you sort of wondered whether a lot of the pre-season predictions about Southampton you know, being a kind of top 10 team looking up at perhaps even European qualification were wide of the mark the last two games they've looked a little bit more like the Southampton of, of the, the back end of last season uh, winning at Burnley and winning at home to West Brom and one thing they did show last season was they were a very effective team on the road didn't have a great record at St Mary's but they were a very effective team when they played away from home and, and given the fact that Chelsea tend to attack in slightly cavalier fashion and, and, and offer opportunities to get at them at the other end. Um, I, I think Southampton might fancy getting something out of these. Well, we have a good odds actually for that. We have a draw 480 or Southampton to win 6.50. So, um, punters can get good money if they trust the Southampton here. And the, also, I would say the most interesting game or apart from the Merseyside Derby, is of course this Man City Arsenal with Arteta's men performing really well, I would say. And probably Man City uh, repeating the mistakes they made last season. I, I'm not sure if the citizens are happy um, with their start of the season, especially they were really terrible at home against the Foxes. Also, they drew against Leeds. It's interesting game, this one. Do you think Arsenal finally can get something out of their... Uh, clashes with Man City. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, you look at you look at the last meeting between the teams in the FA Cup semi-finals when Arsenal won two 0 and it, it almost felt like they had City's number. Um, you know, Mikel Arteta has made such a positive impression since he arrived. He's already got the team playing the sort of football he wants them to play. We saw that um, in the victory over Sheffield United last time out. Nicola Pepe scoring the winning goal at the end of a 19-pass move. Um, and that's the sort of football that Arsenal play these days. And, and they showed at the back end of last season, and particularly in the FA Cup, they can do that against the big teams. And as you say, there's a bit of a vulnerability around City at the moment. That remarkable 5-2 defeat at home against Leicester. Um, and then last time out at Ellen Road against Leeds... Um, quite a peculiar game that they started really well City you felt like they could have been two or three up within half an hour then allowed Leeds to get back into it and the second half just became this incredibly frantic end-to-end game Um, so they don't they don't quite look at at their best yet City and I think given 
given the form that Arsenal have, have showed um, in recent weeks and given the fact they've got the memory of that FA Cup semi-final fresh in their, in their minds, um, I reckon they'll fancy themselves to get a result. Well, we have a um, double chance here, a draw or Arsenal on Oddspedia.com. Odds are 3.08 right now. So, again, it's a really high odds if we trust the Gunners to get something this time from the Etihad Stadium. And the last game on Saturday, we have the uh, last Champions League team. For the Premier League, we have Man United going traveling to St. James's Park. Also, an uh, awful uh, start of the season for Man United. I don't know if you expect some movements if uh, Solskjaer men don't get a victory here. Yeah, it, it feels like a, a pretty pivotal few weeks for United. Um, obviously, uh, signed off um, prior to the international break with that extraordinary 6-1 defeat at, at home to Tottenham possibly the worst defending I've ever seen from uh, a team in the Champions League in a domestic fixture I mean it was crazy and I've sort of I've rewatched the highlights a couple of times and you still can't believe that United defended that badly and this is all defenders who've been at the club for years it's not like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is working with players who are still finding their feet you know they look like a bunch of strangers and yet this is a, this is a team that should have you know that should feel like more of a collective um, and then plus uh, straight after this fixture, you've got their first uh, Champions League group game against PSG. Um, so it, it does feel like a pivotal few weeks for uh, United and, and in particular for Solskjaer because people are asking questions about him. I mean, you know, Mauricio Pochettino's name didn't take long to start trending on Twitter um, during yeah. the game against, uh, against Tottenham before the international break. Um, plus, they'll be without Anthony Martial, who's suspended after, after getting sent off for his little... Uh, tete-a-tete with Eric Lamella Edinson Cavani um, the big deadline day deadline day signing is not yet ready to feature he's still self-isolating after arriving from Paris so it's, it's a diminished United it's it's a United who are reeling from that game against uh, against Spurs and coming coming up against the Newcastle team who've made a decent start to the season apart from that that 3-0 defeat at home against Brighton they've looked really impressive um, 3-1 at home to Burnley last time out Alan Samaximan back in the team looks back to his best after injury Callum Wilson four goals in his first four league games since arriving from Bournemouth really looks like the real deal um, and I, I can't remember a United team that has looked this vulnerable you know you look at the amount of goals they've conceded even before the Spurs game you know they let two in at Brighton they let three in at home to Crystal Palace on the opening day so there is a vulnerability there and, and you know you sense that Newcastle will feel that they can really get into this United team well, and we have to add up uh, De Gea's performance. Again, another mistake uh, he made uh, with the Spanish national team. So I'm sure uh, he's not helping also uh, to the Man United defence. We have here, if you think Man United are vulnerable and they can lose or draw, we have also double chances for Newcastle. Odds 2.37. That might be um, really appealing. And then moving forward on Sunday, we have a crucial game uh, to avoid relegation. Sheffield United, Fulham. I think we all expected uh, Fulham to be uh, on the bottom of the table, but Sheffield has been a surprise and not uh, positive, I would say. Yeah, I mean, the two teams with the worst records in the division, they both, they both lost all four of their matches so far. Um, as you say, we sort of expected that Fulham might find it tough and, and people were pretty quick to write them off after the, the, the way they lost their first three matches. But there were signs of improvement 
at Wolves uh, last time out. Scott Parker reshuffled the defence. Um, Olaina, Maxime Marchand and Anthony Robinson all came in and, and they did look uh, like a much more cohesive defensive unit. So I think that will give them hope that they can they can stop the rot. And, and if you are nursing a, a poor defensive record, um, the team you want to play currently is Sheffield United um, because they're the lowest scoring team in the division. Only one goal uh, in, in their four games so far and, and that was a consolation goal really uh, at Arsenal last time out. Um, they've spent big money to bring in Rian Brewster from, from Liverpool, £23.5 million record signing on a very exciting but you know pretty untested young player. Uh, so that feels like a bit of a punt. Um, and you sort of feel like both both Sheffield United and Fulham will see this game as an opportunity to sort of get things going. But I think, yeah, certainly from Fulham's perspective, um, they'll go into this with a bit more belief, given the fact that they, they looked a little bit better against Wolves last time out. Well, if you fancy low goals in this game, we have um, under 2.5 is 1.70. And even if you think there are going to be even less goals, under 1.5 goals is paid 3.15. So this could be a good chance, a good opportunity for this important game for the relegation battle. Another game, important game uh, there on the relegation battle, especially for Brighton, is on Selhurst Park. We have Crystal Palace Brighton. I think Palace started the season pretty well, six points, but now they had two defeats in a row, whereas Brighton only got one victory. I guess here we should expect uh, Palace to win, you think? It's hard to say. I mean, Brighton, as you say, have only got the one win this season, but they've been really impressive. I mean, the, the first game of the season, they lost 3-1 at home to Chelsea, but, but played really well. And, uh, you know, I think that the general feeling was they were a little bit hard done by. Um, similarly, again, you know, they lost 3-2 at home to, to Manchester United in their third game. But again, it took a penalty after the final whistle for United to get over the line in that one. Newcastle, um, Brighton hit the woodwork five times as well. Um, and then uh, it'd be in again uh, at Everton last time out, the informed team. So although they've only got three points on the board, you sort of feel like you know Brighton probably deserved to have a little bit more. Obviously, Crystal Palace is a massive fixture for them because of the rivalry between the teams. And uh, I think Palace losing to Chelsea last weekend is the first time that they've they've had a, a proper setback this season. Uh, I mean, they'd lost at home to Everton in the previous game, but that was down to a pretty dubious. Uh, penalty for handball against Joel Ward, and I, you know, I, I don't think Roy Hodgson felt too dismayed with the way that his team had performed in that game. The game at Chelsea was a, a poor performance. Mamadou Saka, in particular, uh, at fault for three of the goals, and uh, and similar to to the way that Liverpool will look at their defeat at, at Aston Villa, I think Palace will will hope that that game against Chelsea was a one-off, um, and they can get back to playing with a sort of rigor. Uh, that we saw in, in, their, in their previous fixtures. But yeah, I think it's quite a hard one to call this one because I think Brighton have been going a bit better than their, their results suggest. But at the same time, Palace have made a decent start to the season as well. Yeah, actually the bookies uh, agree with you and we see similar odds for both outcomes, either Crystal Palace victory or Brighton victory. It looks uh, more clear, I would say, the East London derby, Tottenham, West Ham, probably Tottenham... Uh, with really high hopes after the last performances. They didn't start the season pretty well, but the signings of Bale, Reguilón, and the last results 
make them being, I would say, very positive, no, for the for this season. I don't know what you think. Actually, could be the when uh, where this Tottenham can arrive, and they have to face this important game always every year against West Ham. Yeah, Spurs really encouraging start to the season. I mean, lost their opener at home to Everton, um, but apart from that, it's been it, it's all been pretty good. 5-2 at Southampton, um, dropped points at home to Newcastle, but only because of that extraordinary stoppage time penalty that was given against Eric Dyer for handball. And then that historic 6-1 win at Manchester United last time out. Um, as you say, some of the new signings have already made their first appearances. Pierre-Emile Hojberg seems to have slotted in quite well in midfield. We've seen a little bit of what Sergio Reguillon is going to bring them on the left-hand side. And then again... Gareth Bale, uh, who we expect to make his second Spurs debut uh, this weekend. So, you know, all the all the lights are on green for Spurs at the moment. But West Ham are a funny team. Um, you know, lost their first two games, but then beat Wolves 4-0 and won 3-0 at Leicester. Two results that nobody saw coming. And it, it feels like West Ham have, have got a bit of an identity this season, potentially, in a way that they didn't last season. They're, they've shown that they can be a, a successful counter-attacking team. Uh, notably with the pace of Mikel Antonio and Jared Bowen uh, on the counter-attack. And you can't always guarantee that a Jose Mourinho team will be happy to, you know, to to keep possession for long spells. So Spurs might not play into West Ham's hands in the same way that Wolves and Leicester did. Um, but yeah, while, while you'd have Spurs as, as favourites for this, given their form, I think the way that West Ham have, have done in those, in those two most recent fixtures against teams who were largely expected to beat them means that, you know, that they'll go into this game with, with a decent amount of confidence. Let's see if they can get something. Actually, if you bet on the Hammers, you will get 2.5 odds for, again, double chance. If you think Tottenham might struggle again um, at home. And the last game we have on uh, Sunday is Leicester City, Aston Villa. Leicester City, both teams, I, I would say, they are making a, an amazing start of the season, even if, uh, as you mentioned before, Leicester City lost their last home game. But also no one expected Aston Villa to be that high now on the table after their struggle last season to stay on the Premier League. Interesting game. This one, of course, the Foxes really favourites here. Yeah, um, I mean, that defeat at home to West Ham just came out of nowhere. Leicester looked so good. They scored so many goals. Jamie Vardy looked back to his best. Um, and it sort of felt that the, they kind of got over um, the, the disappointments that they had at the end of last season slipping out of the, the Champions League places. Um, so for them to then lose 3-0 at home to West Ham was, was a real surprise. Um, Villa, it's hard to know exactly where Villa are because they've won all three games so far. They're be- it's their best start to a top flight season since 1962, which tells you how sort of momentous this is. But, and again, not to you know uh, displease any, any Aston Villa fans, but the teams they've beaten... Sheffield United, who just don't score goals against anyone. Fulham, who had a really poor start to the season. And then this you know, freak result, really, against Liverpool. I mean, sensational performance for Villa, a famous performance for Villa. But it's hard to know how much to read into that. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm still not entirely sure where Villa are. And I would have Leicester as favourites for this. But the way that Villa played against Liverpool, the confidence that will have given them. Ollie Watkins getting his first Premier League hat-trick. Ross Barkley coming in, getting a goal on his debut. Um, you know, they, they've got huge confidence, so it'll be a really interesting one, this one. Actually, this is a, probably um, a good opportunity to 
rely and bet on Leicester City because of the last week's results. Uh, odds for Leicester City victory is 1.91. I guess they are influenced by their uh, shocking defeat against West Ham and Aston Villa amazing victory against Liverpool so the odds for the Foxes are quite appealing I would say playing especially at home and for Monday we have uh, another important game for the bottom of the table we have uh, West Bromwich Albion Burnley uh, West Brom we already mentioned uh, one draw against uh, Chelsea but we haven't seen uh, many things many positive things about this team and Burnley zero points tough choice I guess to to rely on any of these two teams yeah completely I mean West Brom apart from that really exciting first 45 minutes against Chelsea uh, in their third game we, we've not seen a great deal for them I, mean, I think they've shown that they, they can be a dangerous team going forward um, but yeah, very little to show for it so far. And, and Burnley, who had a pretty disappointing transfer window, there were lots of talk about you know Sean Dyche being upset with the way that that business was being done, or rather not being done. Um, and they've lost their first three games of a top-flight season for the first time since 1927-28. The one thing with Burnley is that they do have this ability to abruptly pull themselves out of a rut and go on a really impressive run of games. That's what they need to do now to get their season going. Um, and yeah, this feels like a pretty critical result for both teams because, you know, if, if, if they don't both start showing signs of improvement soon, it is going to be a pretty long season. Mm-hmm. And the last game, I I would say, is uh, one of my favourite teams so far in the Premier League. I was... Uh, Really looking forward to seeing Bielsa's performance in the Premier League and I think no one is disappointed by Leeds' performance so far and they host uh, Wolves, no? one of the best teams last season, the Portuguese Wolves, I would say. <laughs> and well, interesting game, this one too close the week in the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, potentially a fascinating game to round out the weekend's fixtures. Two very different styles, as you say, Leeds, all action, high intensity, you know, the revelation of the season so far in terms of the quality of the football they played. We saw that again in that that draw against Manchester City in their most recent game. Wolves, a very different sort of team. Another team who came up from the Championship in very impressive fashion, but you watch Wolves and there's much more control about the way they play. I mean, they're a really impressive football team from front to back. Very well-established way of playing. Um, They tend not to put teams to the sore all that often and that's been a bit of an issue for them. that they they sometimes struggle to put games to bed and that can leave them vulnerable. Um, So I think it'd be interesting to see whether they can succeed in sort of dampening the Leeds fires um, or whether Leeds are going to be able to run riot. Um, And, you know, Wolves have been a bit up and down. We've had two quite sort of classic Wolves wins against Sheffield United and Fulham. They lost at home to Man City and there's no shame in that. Uh, But then that, that... very surprising 4-0 win away at West Ham which shows what can happen if you you know if, if you get at Wolves and you're able to get in behind them so yeah a difficult one to call this one I think a game that will tell us a lot about where these teams are at this moment in time um, and a game I'm looking forward to already and odds are actually quite high for both outcomes as you say it's difficult to call this one and also the bookies know it uh, we have Leeds with 2.55 and Wolves to win at uh, 3.05 right now on oddspedia.com. So, thank you very much, Tom Williams. We 
analyze all the games in this amazing um, weekend we have, especially with the Merseyside Derby and this Man City Arsenal. Thank you, Don. My pleasure. Thanks very much. Let's see if we see so many surprises as Tom Williams predicted. Please let me know in the comment section what you think about our tips and our comments on the games. And do not forget to click on the like button if you enjoyed the video, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get notifications. Also remember, you can listen to all our videos on our podcast. We will be back next week with more information about the Premier League for you.